0: If anybody is out there, welcome back to another episode of Dear Society. I'm your host, Mr. Ardenoise, and I'm here with my lovely co-host. Yeah, I know you missed us both.
1: Miss Sweet Coco Loco. Happy New
0: Year. Happy New
1: Year. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary.
0: Okay. <laughs> So, do you want to tell everybody where we've been? On a
1: hiatus. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Life happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what else to say.
0: So, yeah. Life happened. Hiatus. Lost a little track. Um, Lost our momentum. Uh, We didn't, I don't I, I don't think we we're going to do too many solo episodes. It just doesn't work. Um, it's be the, either both of us or none of us, but we want to, of course, give you guys both of us all the time. Um, I don't think people like listening to me by myself anyway. Um, but sweet Coco is the, the hyper one. So you guys might like listening to her. I don't know. So anyways,
1: <laughs>
0: yes. other than that, We hope you guys have had a um, really good 2018 now that it's over. Um, We hope you guys have a prosperous 2019 going forward. Only 20 days into it. We got a lot of stuff planned in our personal lives. And um, so, yeah. What else you got going on?
1: Not me. Us. Uh,
0: Well, shit. You got your personal goals, too.
1: It's surrounding, really, us. Oh, okay. We
0: just <laughs> finished our vision boards for 2019. I know we're 20 days late, but, I mean, better late than never. So, at least we're getting this year started off right. Um, getting our focus straight. Trying to be consistent. Trying to save some money. Trying to have a little baby. Maybe. Um, this year. No, not
1: maybe. We're having a baby this year. It's gonna happen. Not
0: pregnant yet. For all those people, like, oh, no, we probably won't let y'all know on the show until like well after it's all done. Um, Uh, I mean, not like, not like, not like, (laughs) not like baby here done, but like making sure like our our top people know first before the show drop. Um, but yeah. Some from, some financial issues had us a little stumped. Uh, some house issues had us stumped. So um, just all around, like just look in the mirror and be like, "Yo, you' being lazy." You know, you gotta stop. Those things had us stumped.
1: <clears throat> I just we let the we let the weight of what was going on around us like really crush us. And I just feel like that definitely um just kind of spiraled into uh let's just do our normal routine go to work come home and like Mm -hmm. let's just deal with that versus like coming here and dropping y'all lazy content so um yeah yeah
0: I mean some dope things did happen um so I got a raise um Sweet Coco's raise is coming soon. Mm-hmm. I'm see. not
1: holding my breath, I but know, hopefully.
0: But that's what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, about to have a position change. I ain't holding my breath on that one either, but it's no, all you talk. hold your breath on that one. Nah, we'll see. It's just talk, but I'm in the right direction. Mm. So work is actually going pretty decent. Um, we still got jobs. Mm. So... Um,
1: <laughs> the ship
0: got a flag. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> they still going, doing something.
1: Mm. Mm. Right now with this government shutdown, mm. it's just like we hit a glacier. We cracked. Like, we not, I don't even know whether to say, like, we floating or, like, what's exactly going on. Because, like, the relaunch of the ship mm. ain't really relaunched the ship. It's like we got little paddle boats, like... <laughs> We trying to stay afloat, but I don't know.
0: And then most of the people from the government shutdown were your clients. So it's like, okay, it's a domino effect. They lost their jobs um, or furloughed. Yeah, currently
1: uh, out of of work for right now.
0: And they're not getting a check. So they can't buy their professional wear to even, you know, from you guys to continue to work, you know, or go on their business trips or whatever.
1: Or even if they do come in right now, they asking for sale and we no longer have sales. So... It's it's tough. It's real tough.
0: Mm-hmm. Um it's a big domino effect. I got my hair cut and my barber said he hasn't even been getting his clients to come in because they're all government workers. And he's like, they're not going to work. I'm not cutting no hair. So he was like, Really? Even uh I got my hair cut. Yesterday was a Saturday and he was done after me. And that was 130. So two o'clock. On a Saturday, he really ain't supposed to be going home. He normally is there till, like, 7 p.m., still mm-hmm. cutting hair. And he was really done, like, half the day. Because all his appointments, including me, was about four people. And he had, like, two walk-ins. So he was done from, like, 9 to 2. That's not a good day for a barber. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah, the government shut down really fucking up a lot of people in a big way. So.
1: Yeah. yeah, days, like... Negative days or we just have days where we just staring at each other or talking, trying to figure out something to do. Because, I mean, it's crazy. Like from the weather being up and down lately, mm-hmm. um, this government shutdown really not not adding to it. And then number three, all these marches in and out and through the city lately. Um, it's just it's wild. Mm-hmm. It's wild to be in. DC and to have the president we have unfortunately.
0: Who was the march yesterday?
1: Um women's march.
0: They came past the store. Um
1: a couple of them? I don't know why but they always like really passed down um our area mm. a little bit after. Mm-hmm. Um excuse me. Um yeah and then we had uh the march the march of march for our lives or something like that mm. um the people who trying to prevent people from getting abortions and whatever um on that note like i am totally for pro life but you never know you never know what situation you like you never know where where you're going to be at until you're in that situation mm. like you can be pro-life all you want, but like you end up in a really screwed up situation and you're just like, what the hell to do?
0: So you're not pro-life, you're pro-choice.
1: Yep, there we go. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, you're not, I mean, not saying that we're not pro-life, but oh. we are pro-women have choices.
1: Oh yeah, 100%, like,
0: but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, flipping into that <clears throat> uh, little segment of life and choice, we are slowly um, on our fertility journey. And, um, that was another thing that slowed us down from, you know, dropping content was basically my testing, her testing, and then just the headaches of it all, and, um, I don't know, just all around.
1: I had a little brain tumor scare, I think that was probably our last episode, I kind of touched upon.
0: Briefly, I don't don't even even remember
1: that. that, Um, Yeah, um, prolactin levels were high and um, my gyno was, um, you know, pretty much talking about a potential microprolactinoma, which is a a tumor within the pituitary gland, um, non-cancerous. But um, so you referred me to an endocrinologist. Um, I had an MRI, uh, which definitely found out that I didn't have a prolactinoma, but my levels were still high. Um. So that's good. No, no brain tumor. Um, but um, I am on medication now, which I have to take tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um. Set an
0: alarm on your phone. Yeah. Well.
1: Um. But so. Yeah, that was that was a thing, and then that kind of us, then kind of put us into the mode of okay like what's next okay I found out that I don't have a tumor but you know the hyperlactin could be preventing me from getting pregnant and um, then that's what landed us at the fertility clinic mm-hmm. and um, especially after Art of Noises tests um, he can tell you about his sperm that can populate my womb and probably the rest of the earth but yeah.
0: Your boy is a uh... Strong down there,
1: (laughs) (laughs) a mess. Uh, I wish y'all could have been like flies on the wall, like to see his face when the doctor was like, "Oh," in front of like Mama Coco and me, and mm -hmm. and she was like, "Oh, do you want us to talk about your results?" And he was was like, like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah." you go ahead
0: tell them, go ahead tell them, (laughs) go ahead tell them them results." Uh, so yeah, I had my test back in September, um, just a general semen analysis. And um Y'all should see his <laughs> face. So uh they basically um they took the test and my PCP, primary care physician, um couldn't read it. But actually I was I'm, I'm so upset that they could that he couldn't read it, but actually once I got the paperwork I understood why he couldn't read it. So um it took me from September just to about November to get my results.
1: Just
0: and um, so, anyways, normal sperm count levels was like, um, for average man, it's 15 million. Um, my first doctor said 138 million is what I had. And then the second doctor, when I went with you, she said 108 million. I noticed that difference. But either way, I'm up there. I'm live. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and There's
1: strong swimmers,
0: too. yeah, strong swimmers, uh, over 40 percent. Um, which is a good number is um mo 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 whatever the fuck it's called. What? Uh over forty of over forty percent are strong swimmers, which is a normal number, and then over um of that forty percent, I think she said quote me if I'm wrong. Um <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. Of the 40%, we'll say another 40% of that um, were actually shaped correctly to penetrate the egg. So basically all around, your boy's good. Um, So yeah, I probably could, you know, I got plenty to share.
1: <laughs> no, we're not. Until I get pregnant, you're not sharing shit. <laughs> no, why we? Why we in the fertility clinic? And this nigga pick up a fucking um. A fr- oh yeah,
0: a I'm, I'm a sperm
1: a, donor. Like um,
0: pamphlet, pamphlet,
1: yeah. and I'm like looking at him like, why the fuck? I'm like worry about populating my womb before you worried about populating some other bitch. So
0: much and so plenty. I don't some, give a fuck. So many women don't have the sperm they need.
1: <laughs> Look, that's where other f- sperm banks. Are and they have them all over the place. But they
0: paying though, so I don't know. A little money coming, so... Mm. Don't judge me. Uh, I was just being... Call
1: it 100% judge, because I was sitting in there and I was like... But nigga I'm over here going through it with the fact that I'm like wait can I really produce whatever whatever yeah, and he over here picking up pamphlets about sharing his sperm with he the world picking up pamphlets about freezing eggs and, and eggs. that was oh, from my boss okay. I wasn't, and that
0: was just me learning something new uh-huh. he, was like, what the fuck?
1: He, was, he was definitely like
0: mm, maybe money. <laughs> that's what I was thinking that, whatever yeah get it, get it. Give up a couple Anyways, thousands. so let's
1: <laughs> go on. So, I've had my testing, and so... Oh, speaking
0: um, of testing, they did a... <laughs> they I tested got a, his damn balls. Yeah, I got a um, sonogram. Is it, it, was, it was? What, a, a
1: sonogram or... Oh, no, you an ultrasound. No, have I got ultrasound. ultrasound. Why the hell I say a sonogram? Because sonogram is what I had.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I got an ultrasound on my balls and so i saw inside those and it looked real healthy like i'm sorry for being so like blunt and straightforward but i wasn't expecting to get an ultrasound the day of so it's just different like so but yeah go ahead you can hop back to you we ain't gotta talk about me no more
1: you're so pressed about his healthy sperm and balls like <laughs> <I cannot. laughs>
0: anyways
1: um <You> go ahead <laughs> So I had so so, fuck you. (laughs) So I think the most um, surprising thing about you know the whole fertility journey is a lot of their testing has to be done while you're on your cycles. So from your first day of your period, um, all the way until I want to say about the twelfth day, there are a slew of tests that you have to take. And so my first test was a vaginal ultrasound while on my period which was the most disgusting thing ever mm. um, anyways but so they looked at my ovaries um, and found normally you're supposed to have normally they want to see at least like 10 follicles or potential I I call them potential eggs um, between um, the two ovaries so between my two ovaries I had 17 follicles which is super great um they also did a blood test um which everything came back at really normal ranges and um so that was all good the only thing that my nurse said um that was low was my vitamin D which i'm already taking a supplement for that um so that was that was one thing um <clears throat> later i had to go for an hsg which I, I don't know the actual like there's a name for it, but it's a long name, so we're gonna stick to HSG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so with the HSG, they have to go in to your uterus with this essential dye that goes through your tubes, and if they see that it leaks out on both ends, your tubes are open, um, and things should go fine from smoothly, there, yeah. smoothly from there. Um, from my images, it kind of looked like I had indents or um or spots on my uterus um to confirm that I did follow up with a saline sonogram, which I did the day after. Um so during this time I've also been ovulating, which I don't think I had time to mention to the doctor either. Mm-hmm. Um but anyways nah, you did tell
0: her. I did. You told her you took two tests and you was like
1: I did. Yes. Okay, I don't remember. Anyways, so um I I then I went through the saline sonogram and the saline is supposed to basically go into your go into your uterus and you can see it on the screen or whatever, but it was like kind of like little flutters of saline going through and they couldn't really see anything um from what the nurse said my lining was super duper thick and almost as if um I didn't shed anything throughout my period even though you know in order to do all these test things you have to have your period so um she then had to go in with a balloon catheter and then inject the saline which was the worst thing ever let me tell you the hsg a lot of a lot of women that i was like watching on youtube or like reading or like reading on google about things or like how to handle an hsg like everybody was saying oh it's going to feel like period cramps so take um ibuprofen so I took ibuprofen before um that initial HSG and I was completely fine I didn't take anything for the saline sonogram and I was like what the fuck did I just do to myself um so yeah that's uh been my thing and so basically when they went in they kind of saw little things and possibly was like oh it could possibly be polyps but we don't know so they want to then, um, so I basically have to wait now until my next cycle to do what, what they call are. a hysteroscopy, um, to go in and see which this is like a camera that they can go in and they can either clear those things out that are the issue or whatever. Um, but yeah, so
0: when is that, um, <sighs> when is that, uh, appointment?
1: That is supposed to be the end of my cycle. So, Next time? hmm
0: February. Yeah. Okay, we got some time. Yep. Mm. Other than that, we're definitely going to be keeping you guys updated um, because we're truly learning a lot about it. Um, I don't know if there are any other podcast or any other ladies talking about it on any other shows but um we're definitely here to share our experience with it i know a lot of there are a lot of youtubers who walk you through it but you know just just another outlet to talk about that situation and uh we're gonna try to stick up on this and continue with it um
1: it's tough it is um you know my last my last um you know, appointment, like I said, was my saline sonogram, went through that, like, was just kind of, like, a little bit unsure after and into the process, like, you know, what does this mean, you know, what could this be doing, you know, to us that's preventing us from having a baby, and then, so now I'm here checking out, and like paying my copay, and here's this lady next to me with my doctor, it's like, oh! I'm six months pregnant. And I immediately. She, six months? she was six months. Oh, I didn't hear that. I immediate Six months or six weeks. I think she was six weeks. I think she was six weeks. Yeah, I was like, Maybe she Maybe that's that. far. That's like, yeah. No, nah,
0: because she said she was like a little nauseated. And yeah. Because so, I think she had just went through um, IUI.
1: So I literally, like, tears were flowing down my face. I was mm-hmm. like. Ugh, what a process, and like how tough. And Art of Noise did not know how to support.
0: Sure didn't. Um, I don't think most men do. And I think that was the hardest thing to watch her go through. Was you know we're gonna have to do this uh, procedure again, and we're gonna have to do something else. And this isn't you know basically. I I assumed you heard like from her this isn't right. We got to do this again, and that probably ha- had your mind running. And I know a bunch of guys who probably felt the same way or feel the same way. Like, you know, what can I do to better, you know, even, what can I even say? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had no words after that procedure. But and I also
1: feel like, where's the support for like men who like are going through this with their partner
0: too? Yeah. And then I also struggle, like, you know, to empathize with you because I have no. Physical you don't way to, yeah. I don't I have no physical way to feel how you feel. Like there's no way I don't can worry, empathize I'm gonna get with them, that.
1: When we get pregnant, we get that machine so you can feel like the contractions you and up. you know what I'm going going through, so you can feel it. bit all right,
0: so um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I said, there's no way I could actually be on the same page. Like all I can do is just you know, kind of be like you know I'm here for you. But I feel like that's even the that's the worst thing I could say is really I'm here for you like it sounds so stupid
1: you're here for me but I think the I think the best way to support also is like yeah like of course be there but like how I reached out for your hand and you held my hand Mm -hmm. um but I think also it's like babe like what are you what are you going through like what are you feeling Mm -hmm. I think in that That moment that conversation that conversation you know would definitely help because I feel like sometimes women are just kind of like you know, in that situation, your man doesn't know
0: mm-hmm. how to. Excuse I wouldn't even even know. I wouldn't even know to even say that. Like, <clears throat> like, what are you going through? Like, we was after that, we drove to work in silence because just didn't know what to say. So
1: I kind of felt alone.
0: And I was right there, and I feel like shit. Like I was right there the whole time, but of course, like, like I said, there's no way I can mm-hmm. really feel what you feel through that I feel that like if you,
1: like, grab me and you hug me and you were like, it's going to be okay, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, know I still that,
0: want to understand Yeah, that. you know. That's just showing I care, mm-hmm. but that's not me understanding what you're going
1: through. Yeah. I think it's a lot of, I think what we're really going to have to do, and I, I really wholeheartedly and, and seriously, is really... um communicate through this process but also do our research together like it's one thing like reading alone or like you know things like that but i don't think like we've really talked about the situation and i think um with that it'll better you know help us grow as a couple but also help us understand this process and what we're going through and what we um, have to look forward to yeah
0: and then um we've been trying to even still um Read the book. Uh, what to expect before you're expecting. Like there's little in the whole book is pretty good so far. Like I'm only a few pages in, but um, I mean it's really just for men. It's informative, and there are little inserts there that are specifically for us. But the really, you can read it and still just not understand it because you're not a female. Like this, it's talking about things that you're going to go through that I'm just not gonna get, you know. But I think we should definitely um. I really want to start it over mm-hmm. and read it together.
1: Maybe get it after this and we can go through. it. Yeah,
0: and just really, you know, like I said, one chapter, one chapter. Maybe.
1: That could be a part of your book. That's <laughs> read more books.
0: <laughs> what? Um, a part of my what?
1: I'm part of your read more books goal.
0: Oh no, it is. It's mm-hmm. already on my junk. So, but yeah, um, yeah, I'll probably start that over just to really so we can grasp the information together and um understand the take notes yeah understand the uh the acronyms and things that they're talking about and really so when even next time we go to the doctor's appointment they're talking not even that but we understand what the hell they're saying yeah you know instead of them having to re-explain what a HSG is and all this other crap we'll just know
1: even to be honest with you like I've been posting about um my personal journey um, on my Instagram page, mm-hmm. um, kind of got inspired by my cousin who posted about her and infer- her fertility journey. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've gotten a lot of support, which is really, really good, mm-hmm. though. It's only our first cycle that we, that we missed, thought, yeah. you know, it's, it's still frustrating. We, we've, we've essentially been trying for almost a year and a half, um,
0: Yes, now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that part is frustrating. You know, you've been trying and, you know, nothing has happened. Things have, you know, I've been through a 20-day cycle where I've had my period for 20 days. And, like, that shit was crazy. And I had to go on birth control for, like, three months to, like, regulate that. And, you know, that kind of helped and I was off it. It was just a lot of shit that we had to go through to just kind of end up at this point and you know we still don't know what's going on mm-hmm.
0: so we had just mentioned that to ourselves that we had been trying for like a year and a half mm-hmm. now ever since after Irma I really ain't even paying attention but yeah we were yeah. like yeah we are kind of you need to bring some life into this world. Yeah. Perhaps,
1: so. I I think I think for the long like I've been I remember like you know with the past couple of times you've been with me on my guy I remember hearing like oh yeah I've been trying for 9 months and I'm like nah, wait now with this longer. whole going to the fertility doctor I'm like I've actually been trying for longer like yeah. they really don't want to take you um into the fertility doctor as long as you've been trying for at least i want to say it's a year or it's like i want to say depending on your age like i want to say when you're in your 30s it's like at least six months that's why they really
0: kind of like not dragging you along but they're kind of like you know pushing you to the side real quick until like they get to the point where they're like oh yeah there's something really going on yeah so
1: it's yeah I just want to, like, figure out, like, what's the <clears throat> protocol next. Like, is it IUI? Is it IVF? Mm-hmm. Um, IUI is interuterine insemination. Mm-hmm. So, basically, where they get your sperm, wash it, get the good ones, and, like, try to inject that as close as they can um, so to the, the egg. Yeah. Um, and then IVF, they basically have to go through... Out <laughs> they basically have to go through trigger shots to um the growth of your eggs and things like that. You know, yeah, and then re- and, and then take out the eggs and then inseminate the eggs yeah. and then you know, yeah, take them to the freezer. How many? How many make it to the freezer or whatever? Yeah, and then yeah, and then after you've been cleared, you go through
0: insemination. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a lot.
1: Yeah. I'm just not... (laughs) I'm like, right now, I don't know. My moods have just not... I'm not taking any hormones or anything, but like, just with the thoughts of everything, like, dumb shit just seemed like so minuscule and like so stupid. Mm -hmm. And I'm just... I don't know. Last
0: year, that was my thing. Like, on my vision board for last year, it was like to Mm de-stress. And... I don't think you were really on the same page with me yet, especially this past summer. But um, work didn't get to me. Nothing was getting to me. Like I wasn't basically, uh, (laughs) um, I wasn't, you know, highly focused on um, the, you know, other people at work and other people making their own doing their own thing like that was just ignorant mm-hmm. and I think that actually you know turned out to be a good thing for me because I end up you know I mean going through a looking for a new job process and then coming back to my own job like you know this is what I can do boom 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 what y'all what y'all about with this money yeah and that end up giving me my raise that actually put me on my path to management now, like, all of that good energy around me just yeah. really just helped me out yeah, last and bigger, year wasn't That wasn't for you,
1: right? No, yeah. last year was not for me. That was think, way rec- too much going on. But I
0: think recently, your mind has finally changed into like, life is too short, we don't need to be stressing. Yeah, like, my
1: life is in total, like... I'm, I'm not even... Like, I'm focused on work. When I go to work, I do what I have to do, and I just leave. Like, the little stupid drama, the little um, cattiness or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm just kind of like, we're all grown adults. Like, fix your shit and move on. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think I'm more focused on, you know, starting my family. And, um, and... You don't
0: have time to hold on to that stuff at
1: work. No, I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm moving on. Like... It is what it is. Like I'm here. it sucks that I'm here most of my fucking life. Like mm-hmm. I'm at work most of my most of my days, and you know, when I'm with my husband, I definitely cherish those moments and like the moments in being off and like, you know, to myself or with family or whatever. that that's what means the most to me. I'm like I'm not about this, oh, like it, it's dumb. It's so dumb. It is. It is.
0: I'm, I'm over it. <clears throat> I mean, wish you should listen to me sooner. But, uh...
1: But everybody has their <laughs> path, and everybody has their time.
0: Yeah, but you gotta just let that shit roll off your shoulder. Like, you can't take that mess home. Yeah. it does nothing for you. Even
1: at work, it does nothing for you. I think, I turn, work, I think really you. and truly when I turned 28 is when it, like...
0: A month ago? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's No, it wasn't
1: a month ago, but, like, I... <laughs> I really had to just kind of just get it. Like, I may be thinking I'm doing something to the best of my ability, but to others, it may or may not seem that way. Mm -hmm. And I just have to realize, and I think I had to get on your level, like you said, Mm -hmm. of like, I'm not going to be able to please everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's definitely my personality. Like, I'm always worried about, is this person okay with what i've uh, with what i'm doing am i managing my team correctly am i getting done what i have to get done i'm always constantly i was always constantly worried about that and always constantly um anxiety filled every time i would wake up in the morning um every time I would be at work and a situation would happen and I would come home and like be in this like really like stress. And I hate that. Like Mm -hmm. I love just being like free and just like lightweight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is where I'm at right now. Like the constant like stress and anxiety, like I can't, I can't do it. I really can't do it. Especially, um, especially when I definitely thought that I had, um, a tumor. My mom definitely brought that to light to me that
0: she actually had one. So. She
1: actually had one and that was a lot of her stress and her worry and I really, I think I really put it into my team's head that hey, I can't for mm-hmm. my health. Like, I can't be stressing over that You gotta that throw
0: them things out there and yeah. let them know like, don't fuck with me. Like, I really... This isn't good for my (laughs) health.
1: I think when I told my boss, I was like, hey, I may have a tumor and I can't stress and I can't worry about shit. She was like,
0: the whole team switched. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I'm like, okay, so now I have to throw like a health situation. I could be dying. Like my brain has to get hacksawed open for you guys to just understand, like stop fucking stressing me. Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you tell them you didn't have one? I did. Oh, Okay. But I would have held on to that shit so long just to just to come to work to silence. I do have a
1: sinus (laughs) polyp, but yeah, Mm -hmm. that ain't nothing. That was the only thing the MRI the MRI caught, and I have like this big just thing of just fucking mucus in my fucking brain. (sighs) And I think that's probably where my headaches came from sinus headaches, Mm -hmm. bad.
0: Yeah, I, I, definitely, because uh, even your your uh, OBGYN or whatever, he was like, oh, now that your prolactin is high. you think <laughs> you got a tumor? <laughs> All of a sudden, you ain't even get an MRI? Yeah, you just think you got a tumor now because you got these headaches. And he was it's like, so you're crazy. He, yeah. knew, he knew you didn't
1: But you you know those things like when the doctor's like,
0: oh. I'll tell you one thing and you run with
1: you, You're like, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I'm bruising because of this or like. Oh my gosh, my bone hurts. WebMD of... is not your friend. Like you, <laughs> WebMD is the I'm devil. Not your Google, Google is also the devil. Like thinking
0: that
1: you about like, like oh my gosh, prolactin levels causes this. Prolactin levels, high prolactin levels do cause headaches. They do.
0: Not for men, puts us to sleep oh
1: my god because my endocrinologist told him oh men also have prolactin and like when men's prolactin levels are high that's normally after sex Mm -hmm. and they fall asleep after
0: the things you learn yeah man i didn't know that i was Mm -hmm. like oh that's why i'm so tired Mm -hmm. and then sweet coco goes off to the side oh it's not me what is not me? <laughs> oh, I ain't put you to sleep. No, I, was I, like, to sleep. I was like, I was like, no, it's my prolactin levels are high.
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> Do you heck? know, like, even if you like rub nipples, like that shit can like increase a woman's prolactin. like That shit yeah, is just fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Got to keep them low. And my doctor was like, "Hey, like, if you had any nipple stimulation." Prior, you know, to this doctor's appointment, I can't take your prolactin levels because mm-hmm. they could be high. I was like, Babe, did we? Nah, with we you. Nah, we didn't.
0: I ain't really even mess with you the last couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's yeah. that.
1: Those were the things. Those were the things that we've been.
0: Yeah, doctor's appointments and mm-hmm. just trying to, you know, catch life up. But actually, the funny thing is, like, all those doctor's appointments were really on our vision board last year. That's really funny. Like and yeah. we really uh, almost accomplished all of them except for the, the dentist. dentist. Yeah, got Oh, get when these I didn't teeth. put my
1: eyes, I need to get a new um You ain't
0: get your eyes checked. I, I need did. to get a new eye- I ain't get my glasses though, but I did get my eyes checked.
1: I think we should we should get my eyes checked. Uh, the and then go to Warby. Yeah, go to Warby.
0: I do not don't to go to no Warby
1: Parker. Yeah, the, the the that one visit to Warby Parker kind of changed your mind.
0: Yeah, it was it was all cool when we got the glasses in the mail. We was trying them out mm-hmm. and everything. All that shit was straight until
1: we walked into an actual store, and there was
0: like, "Oh no, can we do a test?" And I don't know if we can take your your uh, prescription. And then that's I what he speci- told you. Well, on top of that, it didn't look like everybody like knew what they were doing. Fuck no. Everybody was kind of just standing around, like, looking at glasses. But, like, like, one
1: person, like, told me, oh, yeah, I could do this. Like, I was like, oh, hey, like, can I just get my eyes checked here? Or do I need to bring, like, should I have had my own old prescription to see if, like, that still worked? Yeah. Or, like, how does that work? And, like, I read that online, but I wanted to see if, like, Insore was different. And, the exactly. like, guy definitely didn't know what he was talking about. The like, I that- definitely needed my own glasses. Yeah,
0: the... Yeah, why do you need your own glasses for eye checkup?
1: So so what essentially they do is if you have your own glasses with your current with an old prescription, they can see if okay, hey, like I'm looking through it, if the prescription has changed or if it's still the same.
0: I guess that don't sound right at all. But um overhearing all of that mess, Mm -hmm. I knew that when I if I wanted to ask them like, okay, do your, you know, prescriptions, um, cover blue light, which is basically the lights on your TV screens, your phones, your tablets, and everything like that. Um, actually lowers the level of it. You know, would they be able to do that? And, like, overhearing them talk to the other clients, I was like, these motherfuckers ain't got no blue light.
1: No, nah, because uh, I think uh, I think Warby Parker glasses are just, like, literally the stylish glasses that people are like, oh, okay, I just have reading issues.
0: Yeah, no, I got astigmatism, so, you like, <laughs> what the fuck? And, um, I'm nearsighted, so I definitely need my glasses, and I'm gonna need them from Lens Crafters. So, shout out to Lens Crafters. Um, what else? Let's see. We went, I went, got my eyes checked. We got our bloods wrong. we all good. Um, Sperm checked, all good. Oh my god, we still
1: have to go in for a round of like blood tests for yeah. the fertility thing. They want to make sure we don't have HIV or syphilis or whatever.
0: Yeah,
1: which we definitely.
0: Our, we already got. Well, we
1: already got that done from the PCP. So yeah,
0: we already know we straight. But uh, what else? What else? Yeah, it's just the dentist, and I might just go to. I might go to. Well, I, we need a checkup. But I'ma still, yeah. Um, get candid, I think, cause that's cheaper than braces. I think I want to get. Either that I or know, smile direct. Close this a
1: little bit. Close this a little. You
0: little don't bit. even need to do all that. Your teeth are straight. You straight. I
1: want them straighter than straight.
0: You want them straighter than straight. Mm-hmm. You might as well just shave them, get veneers then.
1: No, okay. Then. I'm
0: good. The, your teeth is fine. Mine is crooked. I was looking at a video. A me from 2011 And mm-hmm. I was smiling in that bitch I was like damn my teeth was straight I didn't even have my uh, retainer in or nothing I was so mad I, I love to smile When my teeth was straight mm-hmm. <laughs> Now it's just crooked I'm like fuck I wasted my mama's money <laughs> Cause I ain't wearing my uh, retainer
1: Yes, my friend didn't use to wear her retainer. And what happened to her teeth? Right? Her, no, her teeth are great. I think uh, her mom was just like, no, like, um, I remember her housekeeper found her. She washed laundry and she found a retainer in her, in her jeans. Mm. She was like, oh shit, that's where
0: that went. Mm. She tried to put it I back was, in and it was, was all bent, bent up. Yeah, I was good with mine until. mean um, um, I was good with mine. Until let me see, I got them taken off. I came back to Miami, and shit, I guess till like 2012. That's when I stopped. That's when I stopped wearing it.
1: Mm. Mm. It's a
0: window here is heavy. It's heavy. Something been hitting the side of the house for the longest time. I don't know what, and I ain't going out there to check because they talking about the fucking temperature is 11 degrees. Oh fuck no! I'm straight. That wind chill probably cut your skin open
1: we did not leave the house today
0: sure didn't we <laughs> were supposed to go to core power yoga that did not happen but i'm glad oh she oh did 11 <laughs> the, the alarm system said 11 we we're supposed to go to core yoga core power yoga this morning have fun tomorrow but she i'm gonna be double wrapped up um but <laughs> not only was it cold we're about to get our free week And I don't want to just use like two days out of the free week on top of the uh, gift card. Mm -hmm. So I definitely want to utilize the entire week um, the best way possible. So, yeah, I'm going to wait on that. Mm -hmm. Get up in the morning, do my own yoga and get that shit started. Start Mm -hmm. my start my week off right. So mm. how's Instagram been? I haven't been on there in 20 days.
1: How's Instagram been? Yeah. It's been fine. Like, I really, I don't know, it doesn't matter to me.
0: I feel like everything, I feel less anxious because I don't check it.
1: You were anxious? I don't know.
0: Right downward dog. But yeah, I was, I was, I don't know, a little anxious, like looking for something to change. And of course the shit didn't change. And I was checking it five times a day at work.
1: I feel like that I really just like look at it because I I follow like my family.
0: Mm-hmm. um Before I left, I really unfollowed a lot of celebrities. Changed up what were you following?
1: ass? Like
0: huh? <laughs> ass? What? <laughs> Strippers? Yeah. No, I didn't. You a whole lie.
1: Okay.
0: Anyways, it was celebrities.
1: Yeah, with big asses. Shut up.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> celebrities but anyways I switched it up to like inspirational posts. Uh yeah. some yogi people and uh what else? I don't know, just something different to look at. So mm-hmm. and then now my um my job has their own personal little Facebook. That's kind of fun, but I don't really stay on there cuz I don't really like looking at work all day. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> hey.
0: Yeah, what's up? what's
1: up chill out come here come here oh my god valet's acting up stop come here (gasps) no she's a mess right now Mm -hmm. oh we don't know in your bed go in your bed now today bed
0: she's like looking at us like we crazy anyways but um it's been good catching up with you guys i don't know did you want to kind of hop into the topic that you had or no um i
1: don't
0: know maybe next time maybe next time okay we got Mm -hmm. it and we got some other topics that um i want to touch up on from the stuff we were watching today so i think that will be really cool um we are going to be consistent. I think I'm going to say that every day. We're going to be consistent. And you guys can repeat it to yourselves, too. And whatever you're trying to do, just be consistent. Don't lose your momentum. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we're here. We're going to try to stay. <laughs> and this is Dear Society. Mm-hmm. So, what did I use to say? I said, peace society. <laughs> later society. <laughs> All right, peace. I'll talk to y'all later, bro. Mm. Shut up.
1: It's so lame.
0: <laughs> All right, boy. I saw y'all hard. I'll holler at y'all later. Yeah. yeah.